Hey, Business Building Warrior, this is your buddy Jim coming at you with another interview episode with a success story student from our community. Now, in this case, this is a student who started with this quite a while ago, and he built a successful private label brand that's doing great. He's doing some wholesale as well, and he's starting to venture in to the model where 95% of our new students start now, at least the past few years, is the replens model. And that's the what we consider the lower hanging fruit model where virtually all of our incredible success stories from the proven Amazon course and our coaching program, 1,300 tagged success posts in our free Facebook group, for example, that's where it's all coming from, the replens model. You've heard me say, if you've listened to a few episodes, don't start with private label. You're crazy to start trying to build a brand on Amazon as your first step in to Amazon selling. Because after having done this for several years, well over a decade, we've seen thousands of people crash and burn horribly. About 95% of the people who try to sell private label on Amazon, who try to build a brand as their first adventure on Amazon, they fail miserably, lose tens of thousands of dollars in the process. Well, today's guest, Tim, is an exception. He actually succeeded. But the challenges of that model and the instability and the seasonality and the threat of a competitor coming along at any point in time has him seeking firmer ground, more stable streams from his e-commerce activities. So as a soon-to-be first-time dad married with his wife due here in just a few months. He's hoping to leave his job by then, his full-time job, and he's adding on replens. He's just stepped into our coaching program. He's got two of our best coaches working with him right now. He's super excited about replens. So we dive in. What is the replens model? He explains his perspective. I teach him a few new things as well. And he also talks a little bit about his decision process for jumping into coaching. I love how he explains that it just saves so much time off the learning curve. It was just the right time for him to jump into this. So even as a very experienced seller, he shares with us, he sold $180,000 last year of his private label at a great margin. He still sees the need for a great coach as he steps into this new model. And we're, of course, here to help him every step of the way. So this is just a conversation today with one of our new coaching students who's had some experience. He's been on the podcast before as an interviewed student. We're going to use first name only today by his request because of the sensitivity of the job that he has. He didn't want to be on camera, which is perfectly fine and understandable. And by the way, if that's your situation where you have a story that you think might benefit others, but you want to use first name only or even change your name, your first name, that's perfectly fine. As long as we know your real identity, which we'll keep secret, we don't have to show your face or Tell everybody your last name. We don't need to fill your inbox with inquiries. We're happy to do an episode that's audio only, first name only, and share your story. Please reach out to us. We'll do that. And that's what Tim requested today. And we're honoring that. But he was on episode 239 as well. If you want to go back and hear where he was, jump back in time a couple of years. So this is an update today. So that's a good introduction. I'm going to get Tim on the line here now, and he's going to share his journey from private label into the replens model. So Tim, welcome back to the show, man. Great to be back here, Jim. Uh, it's been a while, episode 239. Great to give everyone a little update where I'm at on the journey. And yeah, 
Well, I was excited to to pin you down. You're a busy guy, a lot going on. And yeah, 239, That's we're up over 440 episodes now. So that's been a while. Yes, yeah, <laughs> so, a couple years ago. So yeah. let's hear what's going on, man. What's happened since and maybe get us updated what was going on in that first episode. It's just a brief recap. People can go back and listen to it, of course. Yeah, so the first episode was kind of just everything getting started in Amazon, um, trying to figure it out and finding just one product that kind of got me out of the out of the red. And then the rest was history. So right now I just have wholesale, one wholesaler and a private label brand. And it's going great. But I now I want to diversify into the replens model. Yeah. That's where we're at. That brings us up to speed. Yeah. So Talk to us about the stuff that's working well for you and why you're thinking about the replens. You know, fill us in a little bit because there's plenty of listeners who would say to themselves, I don't have any of those things. What are those things? You know, talk to the new listeners, maybe, you know, fill us in. Yeah. So for replens, I just wanted to diversify, build my inventories. So if, you know, we ever get another COVID or whatnot, I'm still getting sales and I'm not losing it all because eventually here, you know, like everyone, I want to make this full time and make sure I always have income coming in, no matter what the circumstances. Yeah, so it's the it's the stability of of replens. How much have you done with replens so far? How far into that journey are you? So I'm just starting now that I kind of have a couple of years under my belt, understand the sales, the packing, you know, everything involved in growing the business, right? So. With the replans, I just signed up for coaching. That's what I was kind of getting at with uh, knowing what I need help with and someone to help push me along and understand it. So what size is your business right now? Right now, I'm at about... Last year was 180000 in sales at a, about a 27 net profit margin. Nice. And that's a combination of... It, tell us as much as you can about the, the products that got you there, the private label and the wholesale. And then we'll talk a little bit about replens and maybe educate some folks on what that is today. Yeah. So the products, they're in a sport, sports and outdoors category. Specifically this one, it's a few months out of the year. It doesn't sell so hot, which is another reason I wanted, wanted to dive into replens to fill that gap. And, and so the wholesale products, same thing? Same thing. All yeah. the same category and it's all know, kind of related in the same niche. Yep. And takes that downturn. Gotcha. Um, is it pretty steady, like day to day, same kind of thing, week to week, pretty predictable, except for the off season? Yeah, it's I mean, obviously Q4 you get the big bump, but January, February, March, it's you know, about the same and then it starts to hit that dive come spring, summer. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So your peak months. Are fewer than your lower months. It's it's uh, the the peak months are just a couple months out of the year. It sounds like. Yeah, so you're peaking from about July until end of March, and it's again, it's really hard for me to determine. Right, I'm I'm a pretty new seller, and with COVID, I've never really got to understand my exact numbers if I you know left it at this business. So it'll be very interesting, you know. From now until July, because I can take that whole year and you know understand my numbers and get sure. that dialed yeah. in. COVID really kind of right as you were ramping up, it hit. So you really haven't had a nice, clean, long period of time to kind of analyze what it is you've got a hold of. Okay. Yeah. No, as yeah, once you know, once I kind of launched this private label brand, then COVID hit, and it's just going to be nice to see 
you know, what a full year really brings. And then adding that replin model. Yeah. On top of it. So have you begun finding replins yet? Are you, do you have a list yet? Not a very big list yet. I'm just trying to figure it out and do a couple coaching calls, get that under my belt and just start spending hours and going after it. Gotcha. Okay. So is it going to be just you, your one man show, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. And I think the goal is, you know, I want to understand it. I want to really understand Keepa, what it, what makes a good product, understand the drops, you know, how many sellers are on, you know, on the listing and then maybe transition into the uh, VA program and, you know, have help, you know, cause I don't want to have all my time spending products, finding products when I could be doing other things. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things were, and these are probably things that you already know, Tim, but just to talk through the replans model a little bit, you're perfectly positioned because you already understand the validity of the opportunity. It's been validated. You understand that there's opportunity there and you're looking to get a little more that I guess a good visual or explanation I would use is something a little more boring, a little more stable, a little more predictable where you're not living and dying on just a handful of products, but you've got a large number of products. And uh, that's the replens model. It's very boring stuff. It's all around you. It's in retail stores. It's online. There's probably a few, even that wholesaler you're working with, for example, have you, do they just offer a few products or do they have other things that you could start to dig through? Yeah, they have uh, a big selection. Again, it's just one niche, mm-hmm. one wholesaler. Pretty and seasonal, I, everything they offer. Yeah. Yep. And I can kind of dig into uh, you know more products, but the issue I'm running into is what is the economy looking like right now? It's you're starting to see right people are running out. So what's happening with that wholesaler is, I go to order, we haven't gotten our raw materials, mm-hmm. so they have limited what you can purchase, or yeah. they're just out of stock and have no idea when you're going to get it in. And right. that's kind of when I really, really wanted to make this transition. Because mm-hmm. just you know you're going to have those hiccups and you got to you know figure it out and keep pushing forward. Yeah, and you just brought up a good point. I think to help people paint a clearer picture, what makes replens different? The first question you ask with replens is, of all the products that are available, which ones of them are moving really well at a nice profit on Amazon? Whereas with maybe the, the private label model, you're saying, how can I fill a niche that's not being met right now? Which means you have supply chain issues and delivery issues, and who knows when it's going to be back in stock issues. But with replens, ideally, you're quickly dozens or hundreds or even you know a thousand plus or more products. As they sell, you go get more. If some of them aren't available right now, that's fine. It's easy to find others that are, and you're entering it at a great time too, Tim. Because you know one of the factors, whether we like it or not, is with inflation, especially physical goods are going up in value. Just by buying stuff and holding on to it for a short period of time, in some cases, a lot of cases, it's worth more. Uh, so rather than having your money just kind of sitting, you put it into physical goods where it increases in value and you can make a profit on it, even if it sits at Amazon for a month or two before it sells, right? So it's kind of an interesting way to hedge against inflation is to get a lot more physical products out there, get your money into them. But yeah, that's yeah. cool. So. What is your goal? You said you did about 180,000 last year. Do you have any goals in mind yet? Like, what are you hoping to hit? Yeah. So, kind of just projecting with where I'm at and if everything goes right, supply chain, right? I had an issue with my private label supplier. It took like four weeks to get one shipment. Costs, you know, went up per product. 
But my whole goal for this year with adding replants is at least 400,000 at a 25% gross, which would be, you know, over my full-time income plus more, not quite double, but it'd be enough. Because you're still working full-time then? Yep. Remember correct? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. At what point would you make the leap and maybe go full-time? So we have pretty exciting news here. April, me and my wife are having our first baby. Awesome. So our our goal would be to have her stay home after August of this year. Uh, We think we can do it with the amount of money that we bring in with where the business is at now. Ah, that's tremendous. Yeah. Well, I think you guys would be able to do that. No problem. Because you're talking about, just for clarity's sake, when you said 400,000 is the goal, is that your private label in wholesale or is that what you hope to hit with replans added on? Added on. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Very doable. Because I don't understand your private label niche quite as well. I don't know what you have going on there. You know, we don't need those details. But on the replans, I can absolutely tell you if you've got significant dedication to the process and some time to put into it, there's no reason you can't have dozens or hundreds of replans very quickly. I mean, we're seeing so many of those success stories. I know you're on our coaching program too. Talk us through that. Did you know our coaching program before? You just recently started looking into it. What helped? Do you make that decision? Because there's a lot of people out there who are maybe considering it. Just yeah. talk us through that decision. So I think it was two years ago, I tried to get into coaching. And to be honest, I'm glad it didn't happen because I was looking for that. Okay, if I join coaching, right, I'm going to get there quicker. Well, what I came to figure out is a true mentor is you dive into the business, you figure out what you need help with, and then you get a mentor to help guide you. So I'm glad I did all my failures and whatnot. So now I can transition into coaching and help with the areas I need help in to grow the business. Yeah, I got you. So you know a little bit more about what you're doing. And and we have people jump into coaching day one, completely cold and report great experiences. Other people that want to figure it out, get some stability. And then, you know, the thing about our coaching program that I really like is no matter where you're at in that journey, I had someone ask me a few days ago, like, when's the right time to get a coach? I said, at the point where you want to do the next 10 steps faster than you could on your own, that could be day one, that could be year three. But at what point do you want to take those next 10 steps far more quickly than you could by yourself? And it's different for everybody. But yeah, yeah, you're absolutely positioned very well. And and I'll tell you this, if you can do private label successfully, you absolutely can manage replans because the complexity of the two models are... It's night and day. Private label is so much more complex than the replens model, just as far as the simplicity of finding profitable inventory. You don't have to worry about any legal issues. You don't have to worry about any out-of-stock issues. It's a very boring model in contrast as well. So I think you're going to really enjoy the journey towards it. Oh, yeah. I think it's a great time. I'm glad it didn't work out the first time. And again, like you said, everyone's different. But just after the first coaching call for you know an hour just all the different things that I never would have thought about. Just phenomenal. Yeah, well, but, give me, does anything stand out as some examples? And you said, I you think you said Abe is your coach, right? Yeah, Abe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just, I've never, like Keepa is very new to me. I never really had to use Keepa and just how you can research on Keepa and different areas. Yeah. I just, it's a whole nother ball game in Keepa. That's all I have to say. So yeah. I'm very interested in curious of you know all, how all that stuff works. Sure. Have you listened to, by any chance, Tim, the uh, podcast episode 369? Does that ring a bell? The, the Keepa episode? 
I have not. I think you'll enjoy it. And for the listeners as well, that's where I go down and I break down why it is that Keepa is so different than literally every other tool out there for Amazon sellers. And it basically comes down to they're the only ones doing all the scraping on Amazon the way they do. They're pulling data off Amazon that Amazon doesn't give away. Yeah. All the other tools are using Amazon's API. That's the data that Amazon's willing to share. And you can pay them and not give it to anybody. And so a lot of people buy that data. But what's not included in Amazon's API is how many sales per month any given ASIN is making. They don't share that. So the best way that we can, as Amazon sellers, the best way we can determine how many times per month a product is selling is by monitoring that product's sales rank. That's where Keepa comes in. They monitor the sales rank of tens of millions, hundreds of millions of ASINs. And so when that product rank improves, we call it a drop, as you referenced earlier. And we know, hey, at least one sold. When that rank drops, we know. And so you track those ranks over time, those drops, and you can kind of start to get a feel for how many times per month that ASIN sells, which gives you a great indicator of, should I be excited about this product or not at the price point that it's selling for? So yeah, that's what makes it. And I go a little more into the in-depth in that podcast episode 369. If for folks who want to listen to it, I think you'll enjoy it too, Tim. But do you have any questions about the replens model? Maybe we could spend a little time just kind of talking it through, like where you're at now, even uh, um, the basic or more advanced questions. You know, I think the listeners might enjoy that too. Yeah, I think right now, I mean, I'm very green. I've been just sitting on private label and one wholesale. So I haven't really dug into it. I've watched some of, you know, the replens course, dabble a little bit, but I just, something hasn't clicked with me yet on the replens and reading it. So that's why I decided, okay, I get it a little bit, but I think coaching will excel it. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely will. It absolutely will. One of the things you'll have to decide early on is which sourcing strategy you're going to use. There's a handful of them, but one of the easiest and one of the favorite ways that I think shows the most reward the most quickly is local regional store shelves, taking pictures. If it's a small place, you might want to ask permission so you don't freak anybody out. You know, really small place like an ethnic food store, you know, where you can see the whole store when you walk in the door and there's one guy behind the counter, same guy there every day kind of thing, right? Those are gold mines (laughs) because you take take a picture of a section of the store shelf and say, hey, I'd love to buy products from you. If that's okay, I want to take some pictures and I sell them online and they may have a few questions. They may not. You take those pictures home and you search through those brands using the Keepa training that you're slowly becoming familiar with and you find the winners, you go back and buy a a handful at a time, building your list of replin ASINs. You're not looking for great products. You're looking for great ASINs. And over time, that list grows. And then all you need is a shopper and you can pay someone to search for those ASINs too. We've got someone in the Philippines that searches through our lists of pictures that we send them or websites and they just do all the research themselves looking for those winning ASINs. But winning replens truly are everywhere right now. That lesson we're learning over and over and over again. So I think you're going to enjoy the stability of the model for sure as you get into it. Yeah. And I just kind of dabbling a little bit what I like about going into the store. Obviously, when I go, I'm with my wife grocery shopping. Come on, let's go. Let's go. I'm over (laughs) here taking pictures. But what I like about taking pictures, right? I have the pictures. I know that product is at this store. I go check it on Keepa 
research it at home, but I know, okay, I just had to go, I have to go back to Walmart or I got to go back to Target because I know they mm-hmm. have it. That's or right. If you, if you do it all online, well, then you might have a harder time finding that product. So I think that's kind of a strategy I picked up. I think it's good to go take the pictures. Yes. Yeah. But you, you mentioned something I failed to mention. Your your availability is it's right 100% there. certain because you just took a picture of it yesterday. It's like, okay, I'm going to go buy this and, and test it. It looks great. So that's a little nugget that I kind of picked up on. I think that'll... Yeah. And like in our business, we've at any given time, we could have four, five, six different shoppers hitting... What are we up to? Probably 15 or 18 local stores that we source our replens from. It's a shared spreadsheet. And we're all adding in, hey, here's what I bought and we're keeping track. It's it's pretty slick system. We're doing a lot of wholesale sourcing as well. But you can really start to scale up and see where you can step back in your managing a business versus the guy right in the middle of it doing yeah. all the work. So huge opportunity to scale and grow. Well, I'm excited for what the future looks like with you guys, man. And a little baby coming. That's that's pretty yeah. awesome, man. Good yeah, goals. You know, with this business, you talk about bringing dads home and mm-hmm. and then you think about it, right? Every morning you, you're get, trying to rush out the door. Then you get back. By the time you sit down, it's 6.30, 7 o'clock. We only technically have an hour or two hours with with the baby. And it just, it's, it's hard to just picture, right? You want to spend as much time as you can. It goes by quick. It's, uh, man, it so does. And it yeah. just seems like yesterday I was at that stage, you know, and we've got five kids. Our youngest is 15 now, but you know, we did diapers for forever, <laughs> but I was there for all of it. I'm just so grateful to be in this season now where I can look back and say, Hey, not only is it possible, but not only did I do it myself, not only did our family do it, but we've helped a lot of other families do it. And I can boldly say, yeah, getting the parents under the same roof, bringing dad home, get an e-commerce business rolling. It works. It's there if you want to do it. Is it for everyone? No. Am I saying anything negative about someone who doesn't do it or chooses not to? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's very possible for those who want to feel compelled to do it. It's a beautiful lifestyle. We'll get back to the show in about 15 seconds, but I want to tell you about our new partner, Payoneer. We're excited to have this new sponsor on board. Every Amazon seller knows how important it is to have the capital you need to seize those growth opportunities. That's why Payoneer has developed a working capital solution just for online sellers like us. Their Capital Advance offers entrepreneurs who are selling on Amazon or Walmart up to $750,000. It's an instantly loaded advancement with an attractive fixed fee. There's a gradual settlement collected from future marketplace receivables, which always leaves you plenty of working funds to manage your day-to-day. Skip the credit checks. Learn more about bringing your e-commerce vision to life by visiting payoneer.com slash funding. Plus, listeners to this show, tell them you're a listener, you get a special 10% fee rebate on your first offer. That's payoneer, P-A-Y-O-N-E-E-R.com slash funding. All right, let's get back to the show. Am I saying anything negative about someone who doesn't do it or chooses not to? No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying it's very possible for those who want to feel compelled to do it. It's a beautiful lifestyle. Like what's your schedule right now? What time do you get up and go to work and that sort of thing? Like what's that look like? Well, we're starting the course, right? I want to utilize this thing as much as I can. I, you know, I'm stressed out at work. We want to spend time with the, with the baby and my wife. So what I started yesterday, cause I had my, or this morning, cause my first coaching call was yesterday. 
It'll oh, be just yesterday. Wow, I didn't realize that. Oh, I'm pumped. I'm pumped. So yeah, <laughs> I'll spend an hour in the morning and try to do an hour at night, you know, so 14 hours a week, roughly. Yeah. Just researching. To get it ramped up. That's exactly. it. Well, you're in that period. I don't know if you've ever heard me use this phrase before, but it happens to a lot of folks that start adding on a new income stream using e-commerce. You go through a period of intense focused effort. That's not what it's always going to feel like. Obviously, if you're coming home in March, I mean, your schedule is going to change dramatically then. But either way, it requires a period of intense focused effort where you're inconveniencing your own schedule more than you're probably comfortable with just to get over that initial hump. And anybody who's built anything worth building in business ever could tell you that the beginning, that initial, I don't even know what questions to ask right now phase, it's intense. And it's, that's when it's easiest to quit, but you get past and over that. And I think the benefit you have, Tim, is you know this whole Amazon thing works. You've got the evidence. You sold $180,000 at great margins last year. Like, okay, this works. You're just looking to expand. So you're going to have that momentum carrying you. But I just want to encourage you because you are going to get into a new season and maybe anyone who's listening as well, that that period of intense focused effort is there. And it can last anywhere from a few days to a few months, depending on your schedule and how much time you can put into it and how quickly you're catching on to the concepts. But on the other side of that is the payoff where every hour you're putting in is the equivalent of what used to take you 15 hours to accomplish because you're so much better at it. You're managing a system. Yep. No, I can't wait until you can sit down for an hour and, oh, found, you know, 20 replens. Let's go, you know, test them. Yeah. Well, the guy that created the replens course for us talking about putting in an hour, he was saying, you know, he likes to go out as do I, as do everyone on our team. It's just fun to go out and find money on shelves. So he went out to find replens here. He hadn't done it in a few months, he said. And he said it was something like 30 plus replens in an hour or two. You know, Jeez. just went to the store, found him 30 plus new replans for his business. Because once you understand the concepts, they really are everywhere. And, and you'll be there very quickly. I'm sure of it. Yeah. And I saw that post and I think the prophet said, what, 960 with an hour of sourcing? You know, maybe you have an yeah. hour packing. Yep. $960. Yeah. He was spending 1700 and he was going to have a net profit of 900 when it was all said and done. Yeah. Yeah. So figure 450 an hour, I mean, you know, that's not too shabby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, now if you, that's if you're doing all the work. Okay. So I'll, I'll pay a few people to help me prep and do the shopping. And okay. So now I'm only making 350 an hour for my time. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the beauty of this model. You can do it yourself or you can slowly step away and build a system and have a team. And, and, uh, yeah. and what's you know, crazy, like I'm, I'm only running... 22 SKUs at 180,000 gross. Mm-hmm. Now you picture if I just add 60 replens, if they're you know doing 10 sales a month or whatnot, it's just, I'm so small in the Amazon catalog and you just picture how many ASINs are out there and what you can grow this thing to. It's, it's insane. It's incredible. You know, I want to key in on something you said early on. Maybe I could make it just do a little tweak on the way you perceive replens because you said watching how many other sellers there are is one of the things that you were kind of thinking you're going to monitor. Yep. That's not an important factor. The important factor is how many times a month, like you just said, is it selling for me? If it sells 10 times a month for me, I don't care how many other sellers there are. I just want to know, is it going to sell a good handful of times per month? You know, one or two is enough for me per month to be a good replen if I'm making a profit on it. 
Yeah. So I don't care if there's 50 other sellers. In some cases, you'll see hundreds of other sellers. Really? And you'll still and you'll still go for it with okay. Because the only question I'm trying to answer is, am I going to make enough sales per month to make it a good replen for me? If it's going to sit there and not sell for three months at a reasonable profit, I'm not interested. Even if there's only one other seller, I'm not interested. That's what Keepa allows us to decide is what are the odds with reasonable certainty that if I go buy enough to make two or three sales of this ASIN, that it's going to sell for me within the next 30 to 60 days, those two or three test ASINs. If there's five other sellers, but there's only one sale a month, I'm not getting in there with those other five crazy people sitting on inventory. But if there's a hundred other sellers and it sells 800 times a month, yeah, my two or three are maybe going to sell before I get to the checkout counter if I list a merchant fulfill, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So it just it's not so much how many other sellers there are as is as it is how many times per month can I expect my inventory to sell based on what Keepa is showing me. And that's where the training really starts to make sense. It starts to click, the light bulbs come on. And none of it's complex, mm-hmm. but it's just so different. It's such a different approach. Yeah, there's just so many different ways you can do it. And I mean, if you want to take five, you know, five sales a month, right? You know, maybe I want my, I don't go off ROI. I go off more off margin. Maybe I want my margin to be 40 or 50%. And say, if there's a product where I can get 50 sales, maybe I'll take, you know, 15 to 20% or whatever, but just kind of gauging those thresh, you know, thresholds. I got to figure all that out. And yeah, I just want to dive in and just start listing, just go back to the basics. When I first started selling on Amazon and you just test, test, test. And that's right. Long ways. Yeah, you're you're testing very low risk opportunities, and you're not setting up any new listings, by the way, either with replens. No, you're never setting up a new listing. You're selling on existing ASINs that are underserved, basically. And the experienced replen sellers never mind when someone else jumps on and starts selling on the replen they're selling on, because if it's selling fifty times a month and there's three of us. And another guy jumps in, like, all right, I lost a couple sales a month of that ASIN. I've got hundreds of ASINs. Well, let's go get That's another. fine. Someone else is helping us keep it in stock. Because yeah. one of the things in, in Amazon's product ranking algorithm, and you've maybe noticed this as a private label seller, is if you run out of inventory for, say, a month, and then you finally get it stocked again, guess what? It's not ranked where it was before. Yeah. <laughs> Your rank has dropped, and it's hard to get that momentum back, right? Well, that's true for all the replin ASINs too. So if you've got a team of people keeping these ASINs stocked, yep. that ASIN maintains its good rank. And I appreciate other sellers being on that listing helping because we're only sending in four or five at a time to keep our risks low. Got a handful of other sellers doing the same thing. We're all enjoying that rotating buy box. All of us making our 5 10 15 $20 a sale, whatever the price point is. I'm fine with that. Right. So it's just a different mentality. It's not me against all the other sellers anymore. It's I'm kind of doing this with a bunch of other sellers in cooperation. Coopetition, yeah. I guess you could say. Yeah. And to kind of go off that, I, I don't remember what podcast it was, but they had talked about, I think they had a coaching student or they were the student and they were sending in, you know, if they made 20 sales a month, they would only put 20 sales back in or 20 new products. Well, their coach told them up it a little bit because with the Amazon algorithm, you have so many, you know, FBA warehouses, you're going to get more sales 
But if you only send in what you think you're going to sell a month, you're losing out. Yes. Oh, very interesting. And you can explain that a little bit, but... Yeah, I'd love to dive into that just a little bit. I, I encourage all replin sellers to keep an eye, you know, the Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule. 20% of your sales are getting you 80% of your results. 20% of your ASINs or 80% of your net revenue. You know, the 80-20 applies to this business big time. Not that we throw out the bottom 80%, but just know that that bottom 80% of any process is providing only 20% of the result. But you keep an eye on that top 20%, the hot ones, and you keep them very well stocked. And you experiment with sending in a few more than you might instinctually think you should. Because like you just said, there's warehouses all over the United States. And if I'm only sending in 5 or 10 units at a time, I'm only in 5% of the warehouses that Amazon has available out there. So when that buy box rotates, if you're, on, if you're shopping, Tim, on Amazon tonight and you want to buy Widget X, well, Amazon's going to find a warehouse near you mm-hmm. and recommend that seller to you, even yeah. if it's not the best price, because they can easily send it to you from that warehouse. They could have it on your porch an hour from now. So if you're in a lot of warehouses, you're going to get a lot more sales to your point. That means sending in 30 to 50 units of the ASINs that you're confident about. Now you're getting distributed across a bunch of warehouses and you're seeing that momentum spike. But you don't do it on all of your ASINs. You don't do it on all of your replans. You do it on the ones you're most confident about and you ramp up into it slowly. Because otherwise what will happen to you is the frustrating situation that so many private label sellers experience. And that is you go all in too deep on one product. Mm-hmm. And now someone comes in at half the price and you're left holding the bag with inventory that you either have to take a loss on or move to your garage. And we don't want that. It's just not necessary with the replens model if you're stocking properly. So that's the fun of it. That is, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a fun process. It's fun. You can go in anytime you want and tweak around and change a few prices and you'll see the, uh, the results very quickly from that. Yeah. Um, if it's a hot ASIN, it within a matter of minutes, even. And there's repricers that you'll need now. And I mean, with 20 some SKUs, you don't need a repricer right now to stay competitive. You do it manually, but you get into 500 ASINs, set up you, a repricer. Yeah. And what's cool, because we talked about that in my first coaching call, I never really understood how the referral fees were. So, say, our, for example, we looked at an item. Okay, let's just put $15 in here, okay? There's a threshold on that uh, referral fee. So that 15 is 8%. Now, if you go to just 15.50, it goes to 15%. I don't, I don't remember the exact number. Amazon's fees. The profit went from like four to two. Yes. So you can't outpace your uh, pricing. If it's higher, you're going to make more money. You yeah. got to. Well, so I'm basically never about that. There's a no go window. Yep. You never want to price an ASIN. You want to avoid the window from about $15 to about $16.50 or $0.60, cents, something like that. Yep. Never price there because you're actually losing more than you're gaining. Yeah. To go from $15 to $16, you're going to have more fees than if you just stayed at $14.99. Yep. You can have significantly more fees than that dollar that you just made. So yeah, you avoid the pricing window of about $15 to about 16, I think it's 1660, something like that. There's the no no go window. Yeah, I thought that was very interesting. I, yeah, those little tips like that add up over time. But yeah, it's nice to know now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As you're pricing and you can build that into your repricer. Like, hey, when it's time to raise the price, don't jump to 15 bucks, go ahead and jump all the way up to 1670. 
Yeah. Right? You know, just getting three golden nuggets out of one call. I can't imagine what a whole year, you know, when a whole year goes by, what it's going to be. Uh, I'm the same way. I've been doing this a long time and I learn literally every single time I'm with anyone from the community, especially our coaches, because yep. they, you know they're all running successful businesses. They get it. Yep. Well, what else do you want to talk about? Anything else on your mind? Any other topics you want to dive into? Anything I could help you with or any more of your story maybe that you want to share? Anything else? No, it's just everything's going really good with the with COVID being over and kind of really starting to see where my business is currently and now where I can take it. But it's just, it's really hard to, it's crazy. Like I hardly do any work right now. I maybe eight to 10 hours a week. And during Q4, I had someone helping pack because I could have been down there 20 hours a week packing. So yeah, I'm just very excited to see where this goes. And with the money that I made last year, I was able to pay off a truck I just bought in October or August of last year path, you know, we have appliances, we remodel our kitchen. So it's just, and that's not, that's, you know, that's quite a bit of money. So yeah, you're positioned very well for the future. Young dad, growing family, bright prospects about internet opportunity. And I tell you this too, Tim, this is something else that's neat about this community and, and getting into replens. It leads to so many more opportunities. It's not just about learning replens. Suddenly you are discovering new strategies and you're creating a course for the community. We're paying you to educate the rest of us on what it is you've learned. And maybe you step into coaching or other roles, or maybe you become a consultant and you have local clients and you're helping them get on Amazon and navigate this, this e-commerce skill set that you have, I think is very quickly going to dwarf and replace easily the income yeah. that you've had from your career that you said in your words has been pretty stressful lately. So I'm looking forward to this new season for you. Yeah, no, super excited. And yeah, I just, again, I can't wait to see where, where I am in a year with the coaching program. And yeah. Well, we're here for you, man. It's going to be a great ride. You got a couple of solid coaches. You've got a, uh, maybe we could talk to this. We don't talk about it very often as we wrap this one up, but a lot of people think when you get our coaching program, it's basically you get a person that you talk to for an hour session at a time. And that's what you get. But if, if you call our coaching office, it's a lot more than that, including you get a, a reactive coach and a proactive coach. And what that means is if you got a little question, you can call them. Have you used your reactive coach yet? Uh, no, I set up a call for tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, no. very good. So you get, you get a couple coaches. You get access yep. to all of our content and training. Huge discounts on events. Just the, We pile on the benefits. We're approached constantly too, Tim, by companies that are trying to impress us. They've got a new product or tool or some high price service of some kind software. And they say, Hey, we want you to promote this. Will you talk about it? So we go to a few coaching students and say, Hey, use this for a while. What do you think? No cost. Check it out. Yeah. See what you think. So you get you know these new free tools and things, a lot of little perks and benefits. And uh, I love that about our program. It's just, it's, keeps growing and keep cranking out success stories and great people like you keep coming through. So I'm excited to see where it takes you, buddy. Yeah, no, and you guys just have a phenomenal vetting process. And, you, you know, you don't want to take everyone. It's, so I'm really glad uh, yeah. that kind of helped. Right? You know, it took me a couple of years to get into it, but mm -hmm. now. Yeah, we want you to be well positioned. It's got to be the right time and good fit. The finances, yeah. the schedule, the motivation level, you know, strategically in your business process, where are you at? Uh, is this, Are you in a position to take advantage of what we're going to share with you? Um, 
Yeah, we'll take anyone from brand new to experienced, but still, you got to have the time to commit to doing it right. Exactly. Or, or, you know, because we don't want to waste your time or ours. Beautiful. Well, Tim, it's been cool hanging out with you, buddy, getting an update. As you know, I'm here for you, man. If you need anything, please reach out. I'm excited for this new journey. I think you're going to love the flexibility of the e-commerce from home. What time do you get up on a, a typical work day? About 5.30. So up at a half hour and a yeah. little less reading and a little more... Uh, product research for the next month or yeah. so. I, I think you may, I mean, you may like that early, maybe you're an early bird and you like that, but I think one of the things you're going to find very rewarding is just kind of that new comfortable schedule. Go to bed when you're tired, get up when you're had enough sleep. It's exactly. going to, it's such a blessing, man. I've been doing it for 20 years. I wouldn't have it any other way. I don't know how I did it before. <laughs> so I think you're going to enjoy that. And and uh, just let me know how it's going once you're into that new part of your journey. Maybe we can have you back for an, another update at some point. Yeah. And then you just, you know, like you, what is a weekend anyway anymore, right? Oh, you know, definitely. You can, you can yeah. work a Saturday and take off a Thursday. It's like, what? what's a weekend at you, this point? A weekend is completely meaningless. A weekend yeah. to our family, honestly, Tim, is when the restaurants and stores are busy. So we stay away. That's about all a weekend means to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, Sunday we go to church. It's the only thing we set our clock for. Yeah. You know, we, when we're tired, we sleep. At night, we go to bed when we're tired. And it's good to keep healthy routines. And I'm not saying, you know, you, you let those things slide. We're very disciplined. But sometimes, some nights you need more sleep than others, you know, and your body tells you. <laughs> it's nice not to live by the alarm clock. I'll tell you that for sure. And yeah. uh, on a sunny day, hey, let's all go to the park. You know, let's all go have some fun. Let's meet here. It's nice. It's really nice. Yeah. Well, God bless you, Tim. Good hanging out with you a little bit, buddy. Yeah. Thanks again for reaching out and having me back on. And yeah, yeah. always exciting to get those updates, man. So I'll talk to the listeners for a minute. Hey, guys, thanks for hanging out with Tim and I today. Like I told you in the introduction, we did first names only today out of request from Tim. We got to be respectful to his employer and that sort of thing. So, you know, that's what we do. And maybe you're thinking, hey, I wouldn't mind being on the podcast if I can be anonymous. There's no video today. It's audio only, like we said. So the invitation's there for you as well, if that's what you want to do. And we're happy to honor that request. But I sure enjoyed hanging out with Tim today. I think we picked up a few good tidbits here and there as well for all levels of listeners. Thanks for being a fan of this show. Thanks for spreading the word. That's our only marketing, that $0 marketing budget that I talk about all the time. You are our marketing team. So spread the word. Tell some people about silentgym.com. Send them there. Say, hey, what do you think of this podcast? That's all we ask in return for providing this great content several times per week to you, a business building warrior who we consider a friend. We're here with you. We're praying for you. We want your success. Let us know how we can help. So until next time, God bless you. We'll talk to you then. Hey, before I go, one last reminder, Payoneer.com, a tremendous sponsor of this show. You can get 10% off your first fees by going to Payoneer.com slash funding. Tell them you came from our program. They're going to take good care of you. Up to $750,000 for Amazon and Walmart sellers. Hey, if you're needing some funding with some good flexible payback terms with no credit check, you're going to love these guys. Go check them out. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentGym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.